وَفَاكِهَةٍ And fruit مِمَّا يَتَخَيَّرُونَ From that which they will select. They will choose. يَتَخَيَّرُونَ تَخَيُّرْ خَيَّرَ تَخَيُّرْ is to select something that you consider خير. You like it. You enjoy it. So you choose it. Complete liberty. Because you see, sometimes we feel forced to eat. To eat something that we don't like. And this happens where? At the dinner table in your own house? No. At your own dinner table, you'll refuse the dinner, you'll have a bowl of cereal. But what happens at parties? You're forced to eat stuff that you don't like to eat. And people are doing it out of love for you. Right? Out of being a good host. So, يَتَخَيَّرُونَ They will select themselves. What they want, how much they want, what type they want. يَتَخَيَّرُونَ Complete liberty. وَلَحْمِ طَيْرٍ And the meat of fowl, of birds. مِمَّا يَشْتَهُونَ Whatever they desire. You see, chickens are also kind of birds, right? So some people, they don't like meat from big animals. They like meat from small animals. For some reason. Maybe it's tender. Whatever reason it is. So, لَحْمِ طَيْرٍ Meat of birds. مِمَّا يَشْتَهُونَ Whatever they desire. Again, it's their choice. Their wish. So they can have whatever they want, how much ever, whenever. And with respect to the meat of birds, we learn in a hadith in Musnad Ahmad that once the Prophet ﷺ described the birds of Jannah. Right? That how their appearance will be, their necks will be. And Abu Bakr anhu, when he heard that, he said that these birds will be very beautiful. Certainly they're very beautiful. And the Prophet ﷺ said, well, the people who will eat them will be even more beautiful. The people who will eat them will be even more beautiful. So, لَحْمِ طَيْرٍ مِمَّا يَشْتَهُونَ Whatever they wish and desire. In another hadith, we learn that a person in Jannah will see a bird flying. right? And he will wonder, he will wish that he will want to eat it. And within seconds, what will happen? It will be prepared in front of him, ready to be eaten. وَلَحْمِ طَيْرٍ مِمَّا يَشْتَهُونَ and of course, beautiful companionship also. وَحُورٌ عِينٌ And for them, أَحُور that are عِينٌ حُور as you know, women with fair complexion, beautiful complexion, and عِينٌ beautiful eyes. كَأَمْسَالِ اللُّؤْلُؤِ الْمَكْنُونَ كَأَمْسَالِ The likeness, like similar to اللُؤْلُؤِ الْمَكْنُونَ Pearls that are مَكْنُونَ مَكْنُونَ كَأَفْنُونُونَ One that is well protected. And you know, this description comes many times in the Qur'an. I saw a video once of this woman who basically, and I'm sure many of you have seen it also, she does hand modeling. right? So her hands, you know, she works for different magazines or whatnot, and her hands are used basically to hold things or to show rings or whatever. And this woman takes so much care of her hands that she has gloves on all the time. She doesn't do a thing. She doesn't let anybody even touch her hand. The day that she got married... Yes, she let her husband touch her hand. That was the only time. Khalas. Not before that, not after that. She does nothing. Keeps them covered with gloves. And as she was sitting, being interviewed, she was sitting like this. You know, with her hands away from her, not touching anything. I don't know if this was all fake or it's real. Allahu alam. It was a video on the news, right? And this is how she had her hands. And for one session even, Right, where her hands are photographed, she makes thousands of dollars. Thousands. 
That's how she makes a living, right? Because imagine if you're not touching anything, that means you're doing nothing. So that means somebody is going to do it for you. And your family is not going to do it all the time. You've got to hire people to do all the work for you. So imagine she makes all the money from a few hours of photo shoots. That's it. Why? Because her hands are in pristine, perfect condition. So, لُؤْلُؤِمْ maknoon, maknoon, Covered. What does it mean? Unblemished. Perfect. Because with time, what happens? Things get, especially our body, gets under the effect of wear and tear. Just going out in the sun, what happens? You've seen this past summer, what happened? Right? People complain that my hands have turned so dark. Right? My feet are tanned, or my face is tanned. So, maknoon, jaza'an, this is all as reward. Why? Bima kanu yamanun. Because of what they used to do. They did something. They were sabiqoon. So they'll get something. Hal jazaul ihsani illa ihsan? La yasma'una. They shall not hear. Fiha in it, meaning in Jannah. Laghwan. Any laghu. Any ill speech. Wala ta'thima. Nor any commission of sin. They will not hear any law in Jannah. What is law? Noise. Right? Or kalam in which there is no benefit. No interrupting sounds. No interrupting sounds. No noise. Doesn't mean that Jannah will be awfully quiet. No. What it means is there will be no noise pollution. No annoying sound. Nothing to disturb you. Because sound also can disturb our comfort. Have you ever heard somebody throw up? Yeah? What happens? You can't hear it. You have to go away. Because if you hear them throwing up, you might throw up. You understand what I mean, right? You're talking to somebody and a plane flies over you. You have to stop. You can't hear them. You're sleeping and the birds are constantly chirping or the... You know, people going in and out, the noise is disturbing. Lahu. No disturbing, annoying sounds. And sometimes lahu is also in speech. Right? You're studying, or you're doing something, you're talking to somebody, and others are making so much noise, you're constantly talking. Or while they're talking, they say words which are not appropriate. So la lahu. There is no lahu in Jannah. Wala ta'theem. Ta'theem. Ta'theem is that which Put someone in sin. No words in Jannah, no sounds in Jannah that will make a person commit a sin. What happens? You're hearing, you're listening to someone, right? But then that makes you have thoughts which are not correct, which are not appropriate. Right? Or some people are saying bad words and you have to hear them. Right? Or some people are saying some things and then you respond and as you respond, you're committing a sin. Happens, right? So, لَا يَسْمَعُونَ فِيهَا لَغْوًا وَلَا تَأْثِيمًا They will hear no lagu and no sin, no sinful sound, no sinful word in Jannah. إِلَّا قِيلًا Except the saying of سَلَامًا سَلَامًا Only salam, salam. What does this mean? Peaceful words, sound words, correct words, free of falsehood, free of sin, free of vain talk. إِلَّا قِيلًا سَلَامًا سَلَامًا In Surah Maryam, ayah 62, Allah says, لَا يَسْمَعُونَ فِيهَا لَغْوًا إِلَّا سَلَامًا 
وَلَهُمْ رِزْقُهُمْ فِيهَا بُكْرَةً وَعَشِيَّةً They will not hear in Jannah any lahu, only they will hear salam, peaceful words. Secondly, salam over here also means greeting, the greeting of salam, always being greeted. In Surah Yunus Ayah 10, Allah says, وَتَحِيَّتُهُمْ فِيهَا salam." Their greeting in it, in Jannah, will be of salam. إِلَّا قِيلًا سَلَامًا سَلَامًا Now look, over here, the description of Jannah that is given. What has been mentioned so far? The perfect location of their houses, of their residence. في جنات النعيم مقربين مقربون, they'll be near to Allah. And what matters, one of the first things that people look at when they're finding a place of residence is what? The location. Right? Which is why the Arabs, they say, الجار قبل الدار. That you have to look at the jar, the neighbor, before you look at the house. Right? The location comes first. So what's the location? مقربون. Right? And then, there's beautiful companionship. Then there's luxurious food. There's complete liberty. Every type of blessing. Every type of enjoyment. And then all of this is, ends with what? The sounds. That what will they hear? Only peaceful, good words. Because, you see, in this world, you could live in a mansion, on a famous street, wear the best clothes, eat the most luxurious food, wear the most comfortable clothes, be married to the, the best person. But then what happens? If there is law or ta'theem, that people are fighting or bickering, disrespecting each other, then is a person in comfort? No, that is not comfort. What we hear affects our mood. What we witness daily in dealing with other people affects our mood. It affects the level of our happiness. So the people in Jannah, in perfect security and safety, because they will not even hear a disturbing sound. إِلَّا قِيلًا سَلَامًا سَلَامًا These are who? The sabiqoon. The sabiqoon, the first ones to get their reward. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. وَالسَّابِقُونَ السَّابِقُونَ أُولَٰئِكَ الْمُقَرَّبُونَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ نَعِيمٍ ثُلَّةٌ مِّنَ الْأَوَّلِينَ وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنَ الْآخِرِينَ عَلَى سُرُرٍ مَّوْضُونَةٍ مُتَّكِئِينَ عَلَيْهَا مُتَقَابِلِينَ يَطُوفُ عَلَيْهِمْ وِلْدَانٌ مُخَلَّدُونَ بِأَكْوَابٍ وَأَبَارِيقَ وَكَأْسٍ مِّن مَّعِينٍ لَا يُصَدَّعُونَ عَنْهَا وَلَا يُنزِفُونَ وَفَاكِهَةٍ مِّمَّا يَتَخَيَّرُونَ وَلَحْمِ طَيْرٍ مِّمَّا يَشْتَهُونَ
No one can reach their level. No one can reach their level, ever. Remember the Prophet ﷺ, he praised the companions. And he told some people that don't annoy my companions. Because if any one of you were to spend even a mountain of golden charity, it would never be equal to a handful of what these people gave. Because they gave when no one was giving. They believed when no one was believing. They were doing when no one else was doing. They took the lead. And it's very difficult to do something at that time when nobody around you is doing it. It's painful. It's hard. But the reward that it brings is unmatched. I just wanted to encourage these young beautiful girls that if they are doing first time courses in their own families, and of course they are young, they are doing first time, if they are first in their families, they can start and spread this Quran. They are the pioneers, they are the sabiqoon. Yeah. Inshallah. Inshallah. In your school, at your workplace. Because, you know, whenever you start something good, remember inshallah others will follow. Starting it is always difficult. But inshallah others will follow. Yes. Uh, I was thinking, you know, how when we go for competition of something, competition of Quran or competition of anything, so you wait for your result. You look and maybe it's me and you waiting and waiting. In the Qiyam, it's the same thing. Whatever we used to do, inshallah, it will appear. So you don't want to be like waiting and then you're not from Sabiqun. So if whenever it's whatever good deed, just do it. Whether, whether it was sadaqah, whether it was clean masjid, whether it was any good deed, just take it, don't let other people take it. Yes. I was just thinking that sometimes it's difficult to be the first one to start something, but if you make it a habit, it becomes easier because you then have the momentum to keep going. You don't have to think twice because sometimes the hurdle is more mental. So you have to think like, oh, I'm going to be the first one. It's going to be stressful. And so overcoming that, is like you can do that by making it a habit so you don't have to think about it. Yes, very true. And being the first in everything that we do, this is something that we need to pay attention to. Even if there's an argument, right? The first one to say salam in order to resolve that argument, his level is better, is greater. The first one to give up his right in order to resolve the conflict, his level is better. Isn't it? So the first one in doing good, it's difficult, but it's worth it. وَأَصْحَابُ yamini And the companions of the right. Now Allah mentions a second group of people. Azwajan thalatha, right? Three groups of people. The first one, as-sabiqoon. Now أَصْحَابُ yamin, The companions of the right. أَصْحَابُ maymana. Here they're described as أَصْحَابُ yamin. Same thing. مَا أَصْحَابُ الْيَمِينَ What are the companions of the right? Those on the right, who are they? They are the companions of the right. Who exactly are they? People who will be given their records in their right hand. Who are the Ashabul Maimana, the fortunate ones? The people on the right, who are they? They are Ashabul Yameen, people of the right, as in they'll be given their records, their books, in their right hand. And what does that mean? They have passed. They can now make it. Two, towards the bridge, towards the sirat. And they can try to cross it. If they cross it, they make it to Jannah. Ashabul Yameen. Ma Ashabul Yameen. Ashabul Yameen are basically those who will be admitted into Jannah. The Prophet ﷺ said that on the night journey, when he ascended the first heaven, 
he saw a man sitting over there with some people on his right and some people on his left. When he looked towards his right, he laughed, he smiled. And when he looked towards his left, he wept, he cried. And then when he saw Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that man, he said, Welcome, O pious prophet and O pious son. So the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked Jibreel, that, Who is he? Who is this man? And Jibreel said, This is Adam. And the people on his right and left are all of his children, all of mankind. Those on the right are the people of paradise. And those on the left are the people of hell. So when he looks towards his right, he's happy to know that so many of his children will go to Jannah. And when he looks to the left, he weeps. When he sees those who will end up in hellfire. وَأَصْحَابُ الْيَمِينِ مَا أَصْحَابُ الْيَمِينِ Allah says, فِي سِدْرٍ مَخْضُودٍ They will be in Sidr. Sidr, lot tree. We have learned about this earlier. And this Sidr, remember, it has edible fruit and it has huge leaves that are perfect for providing cool shade. Sidrin مَخْضُودٍ مَخْضُودٍ خَضَادْ دَال There is one problem with the Sidr tree and that is its thorns. So Allah says that the Sidr in Jannah will be Makhdud. Makhdud, Khadud is to break off thorns, to remove the thorns from a plant or from a tree, from a branch. Right? So, fi Sidrin Makhdud, they will be amongst the lot trees of Jannah that have delicious fruit and that provide cool shade. And the unique thing about these lot trees is that they will have no thorns in them whatsoever. And this is where we learn that there are things in Jannah that we have been informed about. Right? Like for example, the cups and the vessels, right? And the fruit, so on and so forth. Many descriptions have been given. Many things we have been informed about them. But remember that their quality, their nature will always be superior. Because as we learn that the name may be the same, but the nature is entirely different. The only thing that is similar in the things of this world and the things of Jannah are what? The names. That's it. The reality, the nature is different. So here, with regards to Sidr, Allah says, Mahdud, no thorns. وَطَلْحٍ and طَلْح Trees. طَلْح is used for banana tree. Or a tree that, that has clustered fruit in it. You know how banana fruit is? Have you ever seen it? Right? It's on one stem or something and all the bananas are growing out of it. Right? So this is talh, banana tree. And mandud, mandud, noon, dad, dal. Right? Mahdud from kha, dad, dal. And mandud from noon, dad, dal. And nadad is to pile up something. To put things one on top of the other in a beautifully arranged way. So basically to arrange things beautifully such that there are no gaps, not that one is up and the other is down. Perfectly straight. Arranged perfectly straight. The word is also used to describe teeth. It is said, تَنَوَّدَتِ asnan When someone's teeth are perfectly straight. Beautiful, right? So, Talhin mandud, meaning trees that are loaded with fruit. What kind of fruit that is layered, stacked, one on top of the other? Wazillin. 
And these trees will also have lil, shade, that is mamdud, that is extended. Meem dal dal, madda yamuddu, to extend, to stretch something, prolong it. So extended shades, so huge that you would have to travel for a hundred years in order to get out of that shade. In a hadith we learn in paradise, there is a tree under whose shade a rider could travel for 100 years and never leave it. Mamdud. And mamdud also gives a sense of permanent. Because what happens in the dunya? You have perfect shade, but then the shadow, it moves. As the sun moves, the shadow moves. Or it reduces. And then eventually it goes away completely. وَظِلِّمْ مَمْدُودٍ وَمَاءٍ مَسْكُوبٍ And water, that is maskub. Maskub, seen kafba. Sakaba is to pour something out. It's also used for rain with heavy, big raindrops. Alright? As you could hear right now. مَاءٍ مَسْكُوبٍ Maskub poured out, running continuously, cascading. مَاءٍ مَسْكُوبٍ Waterfalls. Because that is ma'im maskub, right? Water that is falling, that is pouring down. In Surah Al-Rahman, Ayah 50, we learned, فِيهِمَا عَيْنَانِ تَجْرِيَانِ وَفَاكِهَةٍ kathira, And fruit that is abundant. Abundant in terms of quantity, as well as in variety. Many choices. Many choices. لَا مَقْطُوعَةٍ وَلَا مَمْنُوعَةٍ And this fruit, this delicious food, لَا مَقْطُوعَةٍ Never limited, wala mamnu'a, nor forbidden. Maktu'a is from qatr. Qatr is to cut something, discontinue it. So the fruit of Jannah, never to discontinue. Why is it that food would be discontinued in this world? Why? Because no more supply, no more availability. Right? Or the time is up. You know when you're at a hotel and then you go for breakfast and you find out, oh, it's closed now. You came half an hour late. Right? So what happens? It was from 10 to 12, you came at 11.55, they won't let you eat there. It's maqtu'a. It's been picked up, the supply has been cut short. Right? So the fruit in Jannah, la maqtu'a. No matter what time, no matter what place, no matter how much you've eaten, it'll never it'll never be cut off. The supply will never discontinue. You know also what happens is, for example, a tree has fruit. You pick it, everybody picks it, and then eventually what happens? You go to pick some fruit and you don't find any. You know when you go at the end of strawberry season to pick strawberries, what do you find? What do you find? Hardly anything. Why? Because maktu'a. Now you have to wait till next year. Wala mamnu'a. Nor forbidden. Manr is to prohibit, to forbid. Because remember, in Jannah for Adam salam, there was one forbidden tree. Right? So Allah says now, not even a single forbidden tree. La mamnu'a. Nothing will be prohibited. Nothing will be out of reach. Why is it that we are prohibited from enjoying some food sometimes? Firstly, because it's not halal. It looks delicious, but you can look at it with your eyes, admire it and say astaghfirullah, but never dare even try it. Right? It's mamnu'a because of Allah. Sometimes it's mamnu'a, it's prohibited to you. Why? Because you don't have money. You don't have money, you can't afford it, you can't buy it. 
You can't eat that $80 steak. You just can't have it. Right? So it's mamnu'ah. It's there, it's available, but you can't have it. It's forbidden to you. Sometimes it's mamnu'ah because it's gone bad. Right? It's available, you've got the money, it's not haram, but it's gone bad, so you can't have it. Or sometimes it's mamnu'ah to you. Another reason is because you know that if you have it, you're going to feel sick. Either you're going to throw up because you've already overeaten, Right? Or it's not going to suit your body, your body's going to react to it because you're allergic to it or something. So for various reasons, food is mamnu'ah to us in this world. Allah says in Jannah, la maqtu'atin, never ending, wala mamnu'ah, nor forbidden. No restrictions. Wa furushin marfu'ah. And furush. Furush, beds that are marfu'ah, that are raised high. Now their seats are mentioned. Or furush, some have said, furush is the plural of firash by the way, some have said that furush, the Arabs use this word to describe their, or rather the Arabs use this word to describe a wife. Just as a spouse is described as libas. Right? Libas. And then firash also. Libas is clothing. Firash is bed. Bed, clothing, what do they symbolize? Comfort, closeness. Right? So this is what a spouse is for. For intimacy. Closeness. Not just physical, but mental also. Emotional also. So firash is used for spouse. So furushin marfu'ah. Allah says they will be marfu'ah. What does it mean by marfu'ah? Spouses that are marfu'ah. Wives that are marfu'ah. Of high status. As in great in their beauty. Great in their character. Marfu'ah in the hearts of their husbands. Because you see, there could be a man, and yes, he's married to a woman, but there's another woman whom he gives much more preference to compared to his wife. So marfu'ah, wife will be number one. You understand? Furushin marfu'ah. Allah says, Inna, indeed we, anshatnahunna, we will have produced them. Meaning these women of Jannah, insha'a, in a new creation. Brand new body. Not affected by the life of this world with age, childbirth, etc., etc. Inna ansha'nahunna insha'a. The believing women who will enter paradise, their bodies will be new. Faja'alnahunna. So we will make them abkara. Abkar, plural of bikr. Bikr is a virgin or a young woman. Uruban atraba. Devoted. Uruban cannot be translated. Uruban, plural of the word arub. And arub is basically used for a woman who is passionately loved by her husband. Mahbuba. And the word is also used for the woman who loves her husband. Ashika. So Mahbuba and Ashika. She is loved and she loves. Arub is used for a woman who knows how to be a woman with her man. Fun loving. Happy. Making him happy. Uruban. And this is what brings true joy in a marriage. When you love somebody and they love you in return. And Arub, you see, women are described because Many times it has to come from the woman. You know, women really underestimate their womanhood. 
You've got girl power. You've got woman power. Seriously. Use it the right way. Especially in marriage. Of course in marriage. Right? Use it the right way and win the heart of your husband. Love him and be loved in return. This is who an arub is. You know, once a man came to Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu and he said that, I just got married and I'm afraid that my wife will hate me. She's not going to like me. And Ibn Abbas said, or Ibn Mas'ud, it was one of them, he said that love is from Allah and hate is from shaitan. And shaitan wants you to dislike that which Allah has made permissible for you. So these feelings of animosity, right? they are from who? From shaitan. So he said that when she comes to you, then you stand and pray to raka'ah and ask her to pray behind you. Meaning pray in jama'ah, together. You, you lead. Together, start your journey with what? With worship. With servitude to Allah. So He will bless your marriage and He will put love between both of you. And He told them to say the dua, which is for the couple coming together. So, uruban atraba. Atrab is the plural of the word tirb and tirb is used for a woman who is of equal age to another woman. So atraban, women of equal age. Not that one is older, so she's, you know, being bossy because she's five months older compared to the other. Right? Because it happens with women. Or another woman, because she's younger, she feels less of herself. All people in Jannah will be of the same age. Same age. And same age, similar interests. No one will feel insecure because of these reasons. عُرُبًا أَتْرَابًا لِأَصْحَابِ الْيَمِينَ For the companions of the right. Who are they? Allah says, سُلَّةٌ مِّنَ الْأَوَّلِينَ A huge company, great multitudes from the former peoples. وَسُلَّةٌ مِّنَ الْآخِرِينَ And also a large number from the later peoples, from the later generations. But they will not be سَابِقُون They will not be سَابِقُون you see, there are levels of Jannah. Sabiqun are those who will be in the highest of levels. And then the people of the right, yes, they will make it into Jannah, but they will be of the lower levels. They will also have a lot, as mentioned here. But clearly, the rewards that will be given to the Sabiqun will be greater compared to the rewards that will be given to the Ashabul Yameen. May Allah make us amongst the Sabiqun. Recitation of these ayat. وَأَصْحَابُ الْيَمِينِ مَا أَصْحَابُ الْيَمِينِ فِي سِدْرٍ مَخْضُودٍ وَطَلْحٍ مَنْضُودٍ وَظِلٍ مَنْدُودٍ وَمَا وَفَاكِهَةٍ كَثِيرَةٍ لَا مَقْطُوعَةٍ وَلَا مَمْنُوعَةٍ وَفُرُشٍ مَرْفُوعَةٍ إِنَّا عُرُبًا أَتْرَابًا لِأَصْحَابِ الْيَمِينَ 